Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop. Well, we got a little story for Ags. Mr. James Carter, Stephen F. Austin Class of 71, and his son, Joe Carter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2005, join us today to talk about Carter Enterprises. Carter Enterprises is a company with over 50 locations of fast service restaurants with franchises ranging from Pizza Hut, Subway to their very own Carter's Burgers. This family owned company is founded on the principles of hard work and treating people right. So pass it back and listen up to James and Joe as they share some really good bull. Welcome back, Ags. I can't tell you how excited I am for this episode. Uh, Mr. Carter, Joe Carter with Carter Enterprises, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I first met Mr. Carter probably, what, probably five or six years ago when we were both uh, asked to guest lecture at an entrepreneur class at AM. And I tell you what, I, I think I was, I learned more from Mr. Carter than the students did that day. And he was so gracious. And then, and then um, a couple of years later to be able to do the same thing with Joe. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story and your willingness to to tell us and let us learn from you. Yeah. Thank, thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. We're glad to be here, Greg. Thank you for asking us. Appreciate it. Well, we all love Texas A&M. Um, Mr. Carter, I'm going to start with you. T tell us a little bit about your experience of, of going to A&M, because you're not an A&M undergrad, are you? I, I'm, I'm not. You know, I, it's interesting. Uh, I, I would have gone to A&M. I loved A&M, but the problem was back in 1967, 68, there were just no female students at <laughs> Texas A&M. And I didn't see any opportunity there for me to grow in that area of my life. As a young man. So I chose to go to Stephen <laughs> F. Austin, where there were three girls to one guy. And I had a better opportunity there maybe to meet the opposite sex. So that's why I didn't go to A&M. I love A&M. And three of my kids have gone there and got degrees from there. And, I'm, and I love the school. But that's why I didn't go. But I, <laughs> That's the truth, Greg. I hope that's okay. That is the best. We're awesome. speaking truth here. Right. right. That's awesome. I think your prospects would be way better nowadays, I think. No question. <laughs> so, Joe, your A&M experience was a little bit different. It was. It was, for sure. So, so what, do you, what do you miss about um, not being a student on campus anymore? Now, I, I miss the rec center a lot. I, I, I love playing basketball there, you know, and uh, the weight room, stuff like that. It was just so, so fun, you know, and, but, but yeah, I just, I just miss the, the, you know, the football games, the basketball games, just, just the, the Aggie spirit, you know, just feeling like you're part of that community. It was, it was a special place for sure. Awesome. Love it. Um, all right. So I love one of the things that I love about this podcast about Aggie Growth Hacks is that I get to find out what all of these Aggie entrepreneurs uh, journeys are, right? I love the entrepreneurial journey. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and, you know, how did y'all start it? Where are y'all now? And why are you passionate about it? Sure. Uh, you know, it, that's a great question. And you know, for me, um, I grew up in small town of Madisonville, which is about 40 miles from Bryan College Station. And my parents owned a grocery store and a small little hamburger shop in Madisonville. And in the hamburger shop, they 
they made fresh hamburgers every day and would eat there all the time. It was a small place and it, it didn't seat but about 20 people, but it was a great place to eat. So I grew up loving to go there and, and eat. And, and my mother loved to cook and was a great cook. And she let me cook a lot with us. I enjoyed cooking all my life. And so as I went to college and graduated, I came back and said, I want to get my own business. I said, I think we can take that little hamburger place and take to the Interstate 45 when it came through and make a, a bigger place. So we chose to do that. In 1973, my mom and dad helped me get my first loan. I was able to get a loan from the bank and, and open the business up in 73. And with the goal for me, you know, I, I wanted to be able to put out a, a really good product. I, I wanted to have burgers that were never frozen. I, I wanted to grind the meat in the back of the house and pat them out by hand. And I wanted to serve bluebell ice cream. I want to have a good ice cream. And so we that's a recipe for success right yeah, there. No question. Right. You know, and and so we we did that, and you know, and we started with with the, with the fresh burgers, and all our vegetables were done fresh. We did fresh everything pretty much back then, and it was really exciting to get that going. I just love cooking, and I love to go out and ask people how their food was. I felt like it, it's a good chance it might be pretty good. You know, I, I wanted to make. I, I I did not mind asking somebody, "Is everything okay?" If it wasn't okay, I would make it okay. You know, but. But that's kind of how we started, you know, in, in 73. And it'll be 50 years for us next year that we, we, wow. we'll be in business. It's been, been a long wow. time. But Congratulations. I kind of realized that, that maybe we had something good because I opened store number two in Fairfield, Texas, a few years later. And I could just tell that people really came to the business. And, they, and I could tell that our, our hard effort and hard work had paid off a little bit for us. So that was the beginning for us, I think, is to see that, the fruits of our labor had been fairly successful. And I was very thankful and blessed that we were able to get started that way. It was a lot of hard work, but I, it was because I think we had a good product and people appreciated that. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit of history of kind of how we began. So, so can you tell us, so from them, those beginnings, where, where are you now? What by, by the end of the year, cause your, your company's growing and expanding. I mean, t tell us a little bit about what Carter enterprises does right now. Well, you know, we, we did the burger deal for, for a long time, and I, I really, that, that was my first love and my passion was that. But as I got married in, 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 in 1977 and started having a family, I realized I might need to expand a little bit more. We had, had six kids, and so we decided to grow some. And so we decided to grow outside the burger side, and we, we chose to get into different franchises. And I began franchising, you know, back in, in, in the early 80s, and we got involved with with with, uh, with Pizza Hut and and with, and with Subway and Church's Fried Chicken. We got involved with those franchises, mm -hmm. and that, that was kind of a starting point for us to grow some more. And so we've expanded those businesses over the years, and so today we operate, you know, several Pizza Huts and Subways and, and, and the burger shops, and that's kind of what we specialize in, and, and my, my, my three oldest sons, we are working the business with me, and that's a real blessing for me personally to have them along beside me. It's been really great for us. Well, it, it, I know that that I've talked with Joe a, a little bit with you, just kind of as as you're expanding. I think that you you said earlier that by the end of the year, you're you're continuing to expand maybe in a couple other Pizza Hut restaurants to be able to kind of bring those into different communities. Um, but you're also continuously seeking improvement. How do you make the customer experience better, whether that be making sure that the quality of food is really good? And, and I love how you've got the breakdown of the different jobs of, you know, like one, I think one of your sons, like that's his main job is 
the quality control, making sure you've got that and constantly improving. So my, my question is, as a family business that, that, can really rely on the experience that, that Mr. Carter has. How do you how do you deal with defining strategy or where the company goes or how do you set the goals for that? I'll let Joe speak to that because he's involved. You know, my, my role has shifted somewhere. I'm 72 years old now. And, and my role more is shifted now into looking for locations and trying to secure financing for my boys. But they they kind of run the part of the operations more than I do now. Joe can speak to that better than I can, probably. Yeah, I I, I think for us, you know, we've really grown recently with Pizza Hut a lot. It's been a, a, a great brand to be a part of, and we're really excited to be a part of it. And yeah, we're, we're hopefully going to have a couple more, um, you know, stores opened up by the end of the year, you know, um, but, you know, when, when the pandemic happened, you know, we, we had to just see, see how it, how it played out, you know, and, and, and pizza was definitely a great thing to have in our portfolio, you know, yeah. during, during that time. And so uh, Subway is really doing, doing well now, you know, the, the volume is, is starting to, to pick up and, and we're learning how to, how to, how to work with with the demands of, of the business, how it shifted, you know, with with people going from lockdown to getting out and and feeling more comfortable, you know, kind of being being more, you know, back to normal, so to speak, you know. But um, but yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, we're we're growing in each one of our our brands, you know. We're we're always, like you said, seeking to improve and wanting wanting to be, you know, uh, operating at a really high level. And I think that's that's um, really a testament to a lot of the the people that we work with. We just work with great people and. We have we have people that have worked for our family for 50 years, you know, just as long as, as we've been you know, in business. So it really is a, a neat, a neat culture, a neat atmosphere. And, and uh, it is it's a it's a family, you know, a family place. So we 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 appreciate the legacy that, you know, our dad has has definitely and our dad and mom honestly have have helped us, you know, um, you know have shown us the way, you know, for sure. I love that. So I love that you've got a multi-generational you know, business here that, that you're able to pass down. I love how, how that's built out. So let me ask how many, how many locations do you have of not just pizza huts or, or, uh, subways or, 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 um, you know, your burger shops or where, how many total are you guys managing right now? Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll be close to 50 at, at the end of the year. Wow. Um, congratulations. I, what a wow. year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, what has been your biggest challenge then in, in managing that growth, right? Uh, because I, I imagine that, that as you add new stores and especially during the pandemic, I imagine, but you know, as you add new stores, what's been the biggest challenge that's gone along with that and how are you overcoming it? Uh, I, I would say recently the biggest challenge now is, is, you know, we're, we're dealing with inflation, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out um, how, you know, how to, how to price everything correctly, where where we don't run business off, you know, by by going up too much. Uh, that's that's definitely a challenge. But um, but but I would say uh, for us again, it's it's all about people, you know. And 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 um, we we're blessed with the great people that we work with, and and I, and I think that's because you know our our father showed us how to take care of people, you know, and, and, um, so that if we have the right people, then we feel like we can grow. And, and, um, and we, we don't, we don't really have a concern necessarily with, with going to a town and operating the business. We have more of a concern of, you know, can we, uh, you know, can we uh, cash flow it, you know, so, so to speak, but it's not, it's not a situation where um, are we going to be able to find the, the people to run it, you know, cause we feel like uh, it, 
it's neat to see people that that work with our company that start as a dishwasher or or um, a cashier and they get promoted to to shift leader to manager to supervisor to we, we, our our director of operations right now was a was a dishwasher for us you know so it's just neat to see the opportunities cool. that that um, that people have in our in our company. Um, and so we're, we're excited to grow, to, to let those people have opportunities, you know, and, and then we hope that we can better the community, you know, that they'll be going to when, when we open a store up. So, uh, so I, I would, I would say it's just, can we, can we make it cash flow? you know, is, is our, is our biggest struggle, but we, we have the people, you know, we're, we're excited to grow from that standpoint for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that that is a huge strategic advantage because uh, quite frankly, you're the first entrepreneur in a long time that we've asked that question to and people has not been their biggest challenge, you know, and, and I think that just the Carter mentality is really what sets you, you you apart because you're you're part of some some of the strongest franchises in the world. And so obviously they give you operational uh, guidelines and said, th this is how, this is how you make a meat lover's pizza. This is how you make a, a, a meatball sub. If, and if you're with my adoring son, it's meatballs, cucumbers, black olives, and ranch dressing. Don't forget the ranch dressing. <laughs> it's disgusting, but he loves it. Uh, but, but it's really, it's the Carter difference that says, okay, how do, how do we grow? So, so can you tell us a little bit about your, your strategy? Because you, you, I think that your strategy is really unique. What are the types of communities that you guys thrive in? Well, you know, I think just speaking of that, you know, for, for, for me personally, you know, I, I know that my, my faith is a big part of my life. I don't mind sharing that with you guys. It's very important to me. And, and looking back over, over what I is important, you know, I think that I, I at an early age, I, I wanted to be able to, to, to love my neighbor as myself. I wanted to be kind to people. I, I wanted to work hard. And to me, that was kind of the, the, the my mantra is, as I started in business, I, 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 those are three very important things to me: was work hard, be kind to people, and, and love people like I love myself. Very important. I think we had that. That was kind of the mindset that I had when I started, and I worked very hard to always be a man of my word and of high integrity. It was very important to me, and and I, and for people to see that. If, if I tell somebody something, I need to keep my word. I need to do what I say I'm going to do. Now I try to raise my my boys in, in, under that same you know, and just, just to know that that's what's important to us here in our business and, and to take care of our employees. I think that's been very important and, and to give back to people. It's just always, I mean, we got to make money to stay in business, but, but also it's important to, to give that back to your community and give it back to your employees. We try to always do that. That's very important to us and it always has been, but, and I, I see my boys take it to the next level. And I, I really have, and I really appreciate that. I mean, just not just always wanted to help people who have a, a big need, you know, and that, that's that's great. So that's a little bit of history I can share with you about that, too, which is important to me and, and to my boys as well. Love it. Absolutely love it. So one of the things that we talk about here on Aggie Growth Hacks is our big, hairy, audacious goals, right? What's y'all's big, hairy, audacious goal or BHAG? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, we want to grow Texas Burger. You know, I think that's the um, that's the the big goal that we've got. You know, and so we're working on how we can do that. And um, I think in order for us to do that, we have to kind of we have to break it down and then and then build it back up. You know, and and we're we're going through that process now. But we feel like um, 
you know, it's really cool to hear my dad talk about when he first started and and kind of just the the vision that he had. And and I love hearing those stories. He 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 left out. He would he at one point he was the single biggest uh dipper of bluebell ice cream, correct? Well, and, it, I mean, years ago. And I'm okay now at, at one point bluebell ice cream wasn't everywhere, you know. So I went out and bought a truck and we would actually deliver bluebell ice cream to towns that didn't have it in our own truck. So I'd go to Brenham, pick up a load of ice cream and take it to some of these towns where they weren't going yet. Now everybody's got bluebell. But back then, not everybody had bluebell. So people would flock there to get that bluebell ice cream. So we were the biggest user of a hand-dipped ice cream back in the in the early, in the middle 70s or the early wow. 80s. But that, that all changed, but you know, over time. But at one time we were, and that was that's a fun, a fun deal. But getting that truck was pretty cool. You know, we we take it around, you know, which was great. Our our goal is we want to reclaim that title. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure we'll reclaim that title, but anyway, that's what it was. That was a pretty fun deal back then. In but man, it, it sure would be a delicious journey going going along that yeah, way. Right. So. It was a great route, man. People would drive around. There's a bluebell truck. He's got some ice cream, you know. So. So, so do you think Subway would matter if you started, you got a little cooler and just kind of <laughs> added that? I don't know. That probably wouldn't work. But I, I mean, you give them the, you give them their cut of the sales. So it's right. all good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you all so much for, for sharing your history and your background. Uh, before we roll into the, the lightning round, let's pause here just a second for a message from this episode sponsor. So this is a super special lightning round because because we're going to get a two for one for for every one of these questions. <laughs> um, so, gentlemen, real, real simple rules. Lightning round. Answer your answers. 30 seconds or less. We'll just kind of blow through these. But for, for both of y'all, what is what is y'all's favorite hack? This could be a business hack, a big personal hack. What's something that you do that's powerful, that's impactful to you that our listeners need to know about? I think for me personally, I think learning is a never ending journey. And I think life teaches lessons, you know, to live every day just by what we can learn. I don't ever want to quit learning. You know, I think it's so important to, to learn every day. And so to me, that's that's probably my business hack, I'd say, is always keep continue to learn. Never give up. Never give up. Continue to learn. Yeah, for me, it would be I want to I want to have the same routine every day. I want to continue to to look at my habits and 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 refine them and improve them. And I never want to stop uh, changing up how I can improve my habits. But in a perfect world, the same day, every day, every day. <laughs> yep. Love it. Maximizing Love it. it. Yep. OK, so what is the best advice you've ever been given and bonus points for how you applied it? You know, for me, probably as a young man, just to learn to always treat people the way you'd want to be treated. So when I got in business, I realized the best way for me to operate would, would be able to lead by example. So if I want to show somebody how to clean the bathrooms in the restaurant, just don't say go clean them, but actually go physically show them. That's what I would do. I would go in the bathroom, take an employee, say, here's what I want you to do, you know, do it exactly this way. So to me, that was the best advice I ever got was to, was to be able to actually, you know, show by example. And that, that's a big deal for me. Yeah, and for me, and, and, and uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm in an organization called EO and, and in EO, you can't give advice. You can only give experience shares. And, and for me, that was, 
that was a really, uh, it was a game changer for me uh, because I think a lot of my life I was giving people advice that didn't really want it, you know, didn't need it. Uh, they just needed someone to listen to them. And, uh, and I've learned as I've gotten older um, to share experiences, not advice. And I think that, that the distinction between those two is so critical. I mean, it may be the same words or the same, the same message that you're trying to convey, but to just be like, hey, this is how I solved when I faced that problem. But it's not the best solution, and, and you're humble enough to do it. So, so gentlemen, what's y'all's superpowers? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think for me personally, just being hospitable and being kind is what I feel like that I, I love being that way. I, I love to be nice to people. I, I, I love to show kindness to people. And to me, that is, if I have anything at all that I enjoy doing, it's probably that. If, if I can help somebody at the grocery store, we go to their car and I know their car for them, little old lady. I, I love I love doing that. Just to just go out of the way to be nice to somebody. I think that would be what I would say. Maybe mine. I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. I, I, I thought you were gonna say uh, your uh, your movie references. <laughs> that is a good superpower. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say the same thing. I think I learned I learned a lot of that from him. But I love. I love to serve people, you know, and and I, I love to know that I'm doing a service and helping someone, you know, when I can when I can tell that I've made someone's day better, uh, it just makes me feel great inside. So yeah, that's that's probably mine too. Love it. So what gets y'all out of bed and excited about your business? You know, for me personally, uh, it, it's to see my three sons uh, work in the business alongside me and see them do things better than I ever did them, you know, and just to look at it from a standpoint that, Hey, these guys are doing a great job and be able to tell them that and, and just love seeing them be successful, you know, and going to the side note, you know, to me, success has not always been about making money, you know, mm -hmm. so success to me was to have a family that loved each other and your boys to tell you, they loved you and you tell your boys, you love them. And, and to me, that's, that's what, it's all about for me. And so that, 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 I think that that's what makes people successful. That's what made me successful is to have a family that I love and it loves me. So anyway, that's a little side note. I'll throw it in. That is so true. Love it. Joe, how about you? Yeah, for, for me, it's, it, it's all about the people again. I mean, I feel like if we, if we can give people opportunity, you know, that work with us to, to grow and better their lives, you know, I mean, that there's nothing better uh, than that for me, for sure. Well, gentlemen, y'all have got such a cool story. You've got an amazing company all over all over Central Texas. How can the Aggie Growth Hacks Network, our family, get in touch with you to support you, to encourage you, shoot, maybe maybe even start out as a dishwasher and you know work their way up? Go ahead, Joe. You, uh, you know, it, yeah, you know, I, 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 we were just saying emails would be great if that if that works for you guys, if that's a good way to do it. But yeah. um, I, so my dad's is James Carter at txburger.com. Mine is Joe at Carter.enterprises. Um, and then uh, you can send us an email and let us know, you know, how, you know, I, we, we'd love to know how we can how we can grow and 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 get better. I mean, I, I was telling my dad, there's no doubt uh, how, how many Aggies have eaten. Uh, with with our family, you know, over the years, you know, on I-45 and in East Texas, you know, so 
I, I would I would love to know how we can improve our restaurants, you know, and and if, if you stop in at one of our, our restaurants, please let us know how we're doing. You know, uh, we, we want to get that feedback and want to improve for sure. So always wanting to improve, always wanting to serve your customers and, and going back to Mr. Carter's vision of just like, look, we're going to have a good life but we're going to serve one another. We're going to make people happy and we're going to build the family together. So that, that's so amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you guys oh, for having us. Thanks for having us. It's a real honor and pleasure. It's good to see you again, Greg. It's always a pleasure. And nice to meet you too, Chris. Appreciate you, you so much. Thank you so much. Great for to see y'all. So how about that, Ags? Was that pretty awesome or what? I took a lot of things away from that episode with James and Joe. What were the big things that you took away, Greg? I think that the the two big things that I took away, one, I mean, just their genuineness, um, both Mr. Carter and Joe. I mean, they're, they're just so open and really I mean, what you see is what you get. And I mean that in a such a way of 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 a compliment and to be able to just say, you know, hey, this is this is who we are and we want to serve one another and, and serve our family and do that. But I loved Mr. Carter's hack or the best advice. I think it was his hack of learning is a never ending thing. Yeah, I mean, he's he's 71 and he is still in the business learning and growing. And so this this industry has radically changed in the last 50 years, but he has been successful. I mean, he's been successful during how many economic downturns during COVID when, you know, it's some of the most difficult times, especially for restaurant industry. And they've continued to not only grow and thrive, but to be able to provide the stability for their family, both their family and their their employees, which I think that he probably would consider them family as well. But he had to do that through learning and always improving and, and, and never settling. So I, I really appreciated that and have kind of taken that to heart. What about you, Chris? What stuck out to you? So the biggest thing that that I kept hearing over and over and over again um, from Mr. Carter was um, work hard and treat people right, right? That's what has led him on his entrepreneurial journey and drives everything that he does. It sounds like, I mean, it's, he, he sounds like a very caring person. I mean, just even, even talking with him very briefly, I mean, only what, 30 minutes. Right. And I mean, I already feel like, like I know him, like we've known each other for a really long time. And I think that's just because his, his, um, the honesty that comes through with him and, and, and just the genuineness, I guess, is where I'm going at here, you know, from him. Um, that's my big takeaway. Right. And I love that. Uh, treat people right and work hard or work hard and treat people right either way. Right. But that that's truth. And that, and that is what he's built his company on. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed it and we hope that you connect with Carter's Burgers and Carter Enterprises and all the different uh, different companies that they have. Please, if you have not reached out to Mr. Carter or to Joe, just to pick their brain, talk about entrepreneurship, maybe to learn about what it's like to be in that business, they do yourself a favor and definitely connect with them. If you're not connected with Aggie Growth Hacks, if you're not connected with Chris and I, we hope that you connect with us. And while you're you're uh, checking us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, make sure you go over to aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can hear this episode as well as our previous episodes and some of our other great content. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website now to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin Center. 
Join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Whoop.